0: my name is Deva Sri and this is Francesca and welcome to our podcast
1: we're college students currently studying in Chicago and we're roommates in this space we will talk about our joys worries and random thoughts
0: in today's episode we'll be taking the famous Proust questionnaire and since it's our first official episode what better way to celebrate than to play a little game
1: In other words, we had planned something completely different for this episode, but um, we think that this might be more fun for both of us and for you. So, yeah, let's get into it.
0: Marcel Proust was a famous French essayist who popularized this test and he believed that in answering the following questions an individual reveals their true nature
1: so we're gonna (laughs) do this um i'm sure proust would be very proud of us and he isn't wouldn't be rolling in his grave but we're gonna do this 20 question style and we're just gonna (laughs) get just really really deep Okay, we're gonna get really into this. If you want to read more about this, by the way, you can check out the Vanity Fair article where they have the questionnaire and all that fun stuff. (laughs) Because that's 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 a good way of redirecting people to resources. Like,
0: so okay, David So just choose, pick a number from one to thirty-five. Seven. Okay, of course. So, (laughs) what is your current state of mind? (laughs) (laughs) we can skip the question if you want it's
1: It's just like even though I was like oh we're getting into the deep stuff I was still I'm still kind of caught off guard because it's just like oh we're really going there huh but (laughs) I guess for the last couple of weeks or rather this whole quarantine season things have been kind of how do I put this nicely turbulent a chaotic mess (laughs) Um, so I'm just taking things day by day And, you know, recently, like with our podcast, um, it's been pretty chaotic, but the good kind of chaotic. And then I also like released a website and I'm working on some other things. So even though I'm very exhausted and tired and I kind of just want to go home at this point, (laughs) I'm still doing better. Like I'm quite excited and optimistic about all these projects, which has been nice because, in all honesty, the idea of feeling hopeful about the future in any sense possible has not has been kind of not has not been a thing for a while now so it's nice to feel excited about something and look forward to something yeah moving on
0: (laughs) thanks for sharing
1: (laughs) always always um I bet this isn't what you thought you were gonna hear in our podcast (laughs) today huh see we're full of surprises you don't know what you're in for. We ourselves also don't know what we're in for. But here we are. That's just life for you. Anyway, um, okay, pick a number. Go for it.
0: So I'm gonna go with uh double seven, so fourteen.
1: I thought you went seventy-seven for some reason. And I was just like, okay. Ooh. Which words or phrases do you most overuse?
0: Oh, okay, this is interesting, because now I have to think about what I say basically i think is something that i say a lot uh and if you're talking in spanish i usually say i think i say entonces which literally means so a lot in spanish there's this one word my mom keeps like my mom keeps like not mocking me but like whenever i say it she like repeats it just to like <laughs> make me make like just to like make me realize how much i'm using it right but i remember the word right now But there's this one word, yeah. Um,
1: yeah,
0: and basic, yeah. You see, I just said basically, or attempted to. So, yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. Like learning English as a second language, I just like absorbed a lot of what I heard and read. So, like what I heard in TV shows and movies, but also what I read in books, and obviously it's colloquial English so i just absorbed all of that right <laughs> is it the best english probably not but that's just how i think or like how i code switch whenever i like, speak in english informally i just do a lot of i just like repeat myself a lot
1: have you seen that i don't know i saw it in your tiktok but obviously there's been more like academic style conversation about this but um, this TikTok was basically like, "So, ladies, how are we gonna like soften our arguments today?" Are- oh, yeah. To
0: censor ourselves. Yeah.
1: It's mm? twelve a.m. in the morning, and I can hear a chopper, or like, no, no, it's probably not a chopper. It's probably a motorbike. <laughs> 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 be a chopper. I'm losing my mind. Sorry, I just wanted to share that with you.
0: <laughs> Thanks for sharing.
1: <laughs> I- okay, can I like give my two cents on what I think? you say a lot sure you mentioned a part of it so basically does come in but i think the phrase is well so basically (laughs) and then you just like go off it always starts that way as soon as i hear you go with the well 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 well
0: you know i'm going off
1: (laughs) it's kind of just like okay she's got things to say right the more you know
0: Perfect. And talking about the more you know, David, should tell us more about yourself. So, pick a number.
1: Twenty-one. Since we're just oh, going wow. in multiples of seven. Uh, <laughs> you know? I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what would you most like to live?
1: My brain is like working on like five different tangents at once. So I'm just like thinking in terms of countries, in terms of houses, planets, even like I'm just like how imaginary are we going? But I I don't know. I've growing up, my family moved around quite a bit. So I just always have a hard time. I have a hard time answering any questions about myself because I'm just like, "Mm, uh, long story short, I don't know who I am. I'm still figuring that out. But, you know, it's still... I feel like I'd like to live in a more urban kind of area. After college, I just up and move to, like, Amsterdam. Like, who can... (laughs) Like, why not? You know, like, if I'm getting work Who's gonna
0: tell you not to?
1: Right, like, you know...
0: Well, the EU. But apart from the EU... apart
1: from the EU, like... (laughs) the eu right like it's not like they can control my life or anything it's totally fine it's not like our lives are just like being used as like games by government officials or anything it's fine <laughs> this is fine but like you know in a perfect utopian land, that would be cool and i've spoken about this to francesca so much that like you know when i was applying to college one of the things that i completely like checked out or like blanked out on was like the college location and to my horror there were a few places that like had wonderful programs they accepted me I was like this is great and then you know I was like wait a second where the hell is this mm-hmm. right and then I looked it up and the whole the only thing you could find was this college just like bragging about this one town road that they've had and they, it's like we have a barber and it's just like that's all they kept talking about, and the more I tried to find, the less there was to find, and it was absolutely horrifying. Not that there's anything wrong with that life; it's just that again, I have never been in a small city. I have never like really experienced what it's like living there, going for a holiday, and living somewhere are two completely different. <laughs> so I don't know what I do in a small city. I'd like to think that maybe eventually. If Gen Z ever makes it to retirement, um, <laughs> I'd be okay with, like, living in Iceland or somewhere where it's a bit more... Oh, wow. Quiet. You know, that was my high school, like, motivation that, like, one day I'm going to go to Iceland. I'm going to become a goat herder, but I'll only have one goat. And that goat's name <laughs> so is
0: democracy. So social democracy, where everyone is, like, I think standard of living is actually pretty high. Everyone is, like, also... uh, Life expectancy is pretty high, so
1: like no, but okay. To actually answer the question, I think (laughs) being in an urban landscape where like I can meet people and there are like different things to do would be really nice. And that's that's just about it. As long as my future has, you know, a hedgehog and a dog and maybe even a cat at some capacity at different (laughs) points, I'll be okay. So
0: you're gonna be a pet lady.
1: Yes, and a plant lady. I'm just going to have like all all of them. My childhood dream was to eventually own an orange house with 72 dogs. Um
0: you all can see me but I'm actually swooning right now. <laughs>
1: you can come visit. You're most welcome. Um uh, you know, but yeah. So that's I feel like this is slightly more as Adulter or adults might put it, like, realistic, right? Like, you know, I'm just limiting myself to three animals, and I'm I'm not thinking I have to all be there in my life at the same point.
0: From this quarantine is that I really like living in a city where, like, I can still be far away from other people, <laughs> but still do something. Yeah, like, somewhere where I could still enjoy the beauties and the opportunities that that place offers.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: That was so like coherent. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's I've
0: I've thought about it a lot. These past three months so, or more, so
1: you know it's twenty-eight. Seriously? Okay. Multiples of seven. Ooh. Who is your hero of fiction?
0: Oh, this is hard.
1: I know. Oh my god.
0: I guess it really de- depends on what we're describing as hero and like what my mood is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's <sounds> fair. <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Because like hero of fiction, like I could say like Elizabeth Bennett from like Pride and Prejudice could be like a, he- a heroine of mine. Uh, based. Mostly because she is the written description and presentation of Jane Austen. For me, it's sometimes easier to imagine a hero as someone I know, Or someone that I've heard of, seen, see, like seen, like talk, speak, or actually like someone that's ta- something that's tangible. Mm-hmm. Or like so, for example, like Michelle Obama, Malala, my mom, in so many ways yes um uh, so like for me it, i think my hero affection would be an idea of how i could combine everyone that i consider a heroine for a hero right like obviously gender inclusive and everything for example i love 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 uh avatar like and could be like of my favorite heroes of action, like he is the epitome of what a hero should be, and like the growth process that comes like with like being a hero, Spider-Man, here like the (laughs) the hero of fiction by like default. Right. Like I think I don't think I can like specifically choose one person or like one character as a hero of fiction, but of like all my favorite heroes uh you can see that there's like specific characteristics that I lean towards and it's usually like loyalty and selflessness and I think like love to go all Loyola and people but basically (laughs) care for the community (laughs) and cura personalis as a whole so
1: (laughs) yeah no I think that's such a cool response because i like i wouldn't have thought about it that way but i think like the beauty of the question like hero of fiction is that it's fiction right so you can yeah, so you can combine make, all make and up that, your own yeah that's really cool <laughs> this is not a proud question but like and francesca and i have spoken about this outside of this too but like you know you brought up brought up avatar the last airbender not the 2010 blockbuster <laughs> f- blockbuster not like
0: if you voice. knew about it but whatever
1: <laughs> i yeah i Wow. Okay. I but mean, not house James students. Cameron's
0: like blue people. Blue...
1: <laughs> the non-cast question I have for you is like, if you were a character in, like Atla, you know, what would you be and why?
0: But I'm gonna say Cabbage Man.
1: Tell us why you're like Cabbage Man.
0: I don't know. I... <laughs> i don't know i just i think i vibe with cabbage man on so many levels ask me what levels i do not understand but i think i'm just so stressed out all the time that whenever something like remotely frustrating happens it's like whenever the like team team avatar shows up like an all of my my cabbages basically just get thrown out. Like and by cabbages I basically mean my self-control.
1: Yeah. So. But that's also like again, not trying to put words in your mouth, but that's also low-key like soccer energy, right? 'Cause like <laughs> I brought this up the last time we had a very in-depth True. conversation about this. That like I know, am Sokka. I think it's Sokka temperament and Katara values and cabbage man tendencies. <laughs> You gotta include the cabbage man over there, you know? But like.
0: This is like my birth chart. But it was, I,
1: <laughs> like characters. So your sun, Mo- sun, moon, and rising.
0: <laughs> I think it's pretty accurate. Right? More accurate than coaster, actually. So.
1: Okay. I'm gonna give you a number. um Let's do. Ooh, let's do number. I forgot what numbers are. Let's do 31.
0: Sure. I things- supposed it was oh. 35, but whatever. <laughs>
1: I, I was just trying to spice things up, man.
0: Okay, what are your favorite names?
1: Um, I mean, this sounds really corny. But it's just like, you know, I love the names of like all my close family and friends because it's just so sweet, right? Because it's like, I love the people. Baby Pout. What? <laughs>
0: Baby Pout.
1: <pal. laughs> yes, but to actually answer this question, I'm now going to give a deep analysis of my favorite names. But my favorite names of dogs that I've not yet had. So I think on my top contender, I have Momo, right? Momo? Momo. Yes, that is that is <laughs> Momo. Then my mom has a really cute one, and she keeps telling me that I should use this as one of my future dog babies' names. But I hope that one day she has a dog baby in her life too, and she can use this. One of the names she's suggested is Biscuit. Cute. And she also wants to name the other dog Chao. Like, you know, <laughs> so in case you can see the theme is just food but i feel like as a name like um oh that's so cute that is like one of my favorite words is shakti and shakti means like power or strength and yep. it usually has to do with like resilience and yeah, I that'd think,
0: be a really cool name
1: yeah i think that's a really cool like it makes sense.
0: Also, that's the name of the yoga place we have. Here I in know. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> but yes, I think those are some of my favorite names. This is a good question. Pick a number.
0: Okay, so now we're going back to little numbers, and I'm gonna go with five.
1: Ooh. Which living person do you most admire? That's really hard.
0: I'm choosing this because this comes from like recent memory. So I was telling my mom and my sister how i really admire like as many people in the u.s and around the world i really admire uh former first lady michelle obama because of all the work that she did as a first lady and as a woman of like just how resilient she has been not only given her own career and her own like um life but navigating the different roles that she she's had in her life and how she's like tried to use her own voice her platform for good in her community and like her nation around the world i've seen a lot of what i would like to be in her there's parallels with malala too like she advocates for like education for young girls around the world and like as something that I've like not only always known, but I've come to like understand better in the past year and a half. Education is very much the seed for uh, a lot of growth, like uh, yeah. within women, but like also nations as a whole. And the lack thereof is the root of a lot of issues.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So, like to keep it short michelle obama and yeah malala Yousuf sai so who do you admire the most who's still living
1: like michelle obama is wonderful i feel like who's Dan? She, she yeah i feel like that's my it's weird to say that's my go-to answer but that is my go-to answer for this question she is literally iconic and fearless in every way possible she's broken yeah. so many like stereotypes about what a first lady should and shouldn't be there are different kinds of power and you can have different kinds of influence and while that some of those um, elements do come from holding positions of authority you don't need to be someone in the political realm to actually make a difference because that I think helped me snaps to that yeah, that kind of just helped me, like, redirect where I wanted to go in life and what I wanted to do because I was like, there are different ways in which, yeah. you know, you can help make a positive change. Um, and while politics can and is still a very important way of making that change, that's not the it's only way. It's not one. the only way. Yeah. So, again, Michelle Obama, wonderful, wonderful example. Um, I feel like I always also just go back to family with this one. Like, just the people that you meet in your life, like, there's always something to be taken from them. Yeah. You see the people around you in life, and you realize that there's just more to learn. I feel like they're the heroes that you don't always see first, right? And I feel like we do, again, not trying to take away from all the great work all these wonderful people have done, but I think that there's something to be learned. So, what number do you want?
0: I'm thinking, um...
1: Is it just me, or, like, have you forgotten numbers? Like every time you ask me for a number, I'm just like
0: 23.
1: Okay. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> so what is it? It's not okay. The my reaction <laughs> gave you a false sense of hope. But what do you, the question is what do you regard as the lowest depth of misery?
0: <sighs> okay, so I'm gonna keep it short. Any of our listeners have questions about this? Uh Do let me know. (laughs) But I believe that at least personally, the lowest depth of misery for me would be being completely alone. I wouldn't have anyone to rely on everyone to like that be loyal to me or be loyal to, but also in the, like, in the sense that I'd be lonely with myself. Like I wouldn't be like good company that for me would be the lowest depth of mystery like not not having anyone to rely on not even yourself so again like the mystery that i'm talking about is more individual it's literally like about like the sense of being
1: thank you for sharing
0: (laughs) that was very deep
1: relatable content I hate myself for saying that. Yeah. I, you
0: wanna you wanna share your lowest depth of no, misery?
1: I don't want to share my lowest <laughs> depth of misery. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to ask me a number? <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's your number?
1: Um. Let's go. With Twelve.
0: So, what is the quality you most like in a person?
1: Oh. So, um. I guess I mean the basics would be nice, right? So, like respect. <laughs> not being an absolute um what's a nice way to put it butthead right (laughs) another thing that i would appreciate is like people to be like open-minded right like i appreciate when i can have conversations with people where like even though we may not Mm -hmm. agree or see eye to eye on certain things they are still taking the time and energy and they're trying to understand my point of view Right. And Mm -hmm. again, like not to keep like sounding like a broken tape recorder. That's one of the reasons why I like talking to you about things like that's something I really, really appreciate Mm -hmm. um, in people. And then on the more lighthearted side of things, you know, I appreciate sarcasm, but not the kind of sarcasm that's a veil being used to disguise the fact that you're actually just super mean.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So you want (laughs) someone who's like funny and like a very nice person like well-rounded person as a whole and is open to different opinions and different people right so like yeah and you're the- describing a good person with <laughs> values
1: i mean wow
0: our standards
1: <laughs> can you tell i have deep-rooted trust issues like <laughs> and going along on the theme i think another thing is just honesty right yes. and not just to like mean what you say yeah and um I literally am describing a basic, decent person, but those are so hard to come by. you
0: know what exactly I was gonna say like, that's fine, you know next question is what is your motto? Status. So if you look at my WhatsApp I like status, I think since two thousand sixteen I've had this the status I will mm-hmm. and i th- I must I probably read it while I was touring UPenn the more and more it like resonates with me is because like I will try like I will try to do my best and will try to do everything to the best of my capabilities even if I don't know how to do it Mm -hmm. I will learn how to do it so it's been learning at Loyola I would say like and as an as a student at like in the US it's when literally like a reflection of like I've been learning And, like, even if I don't know how to do stuff, I've not only been forced to do so, I've not only been, like, pushed to do so, but I've also wanted, like, out of, like, out of my own volition, I Mm -hmm. think. Closing question. That we should both answer.
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: When and where are you happiest?
1: Oh, I feel like I'm the happiest when I'm with people that I truly love and care for. Mm-hmm. And that truly love and care for me as well. My love language is like quality time. So I, we could go grocery shopping. We could be studying together. We could just be yeah. eating together. I really don't care. So that's when I feel like the most at peace when I can take a moment to yeah. appreciate the fact that I can enjoy these mm-hmm. small, simple things with yeah. people I love because like not oh my gosh, not to get like super deep or anything, but those are the moments that I feel like we end up taking for granted most of the time. I feel the most happiest when I'm also just um when I get that sense of like peace and comfort yeah. and like quiet even when things are things are always chaotic and turbulent because that's just life right really love my balcony at home like being able to stand there and like kind of see the sunset and like the hills yeah. um but I, I really love watching sunsets yeah right I don't know what it is but it just I mean it's it's not I'm not like quirky or anything for that answer like again sunsets are beautiful it's also when I feel very happy because it's like moments like that that, remind me that the universe has been around forever and yeah. life goes on with or without us, right? But like, I'm still here and I still get to see and experience this. It puts things in a perspective that like, life goes on, you will be okay, right? So, yeah, that's my yeah. answer. What about you?
0: Yeah, no, for me, I was thinking, like, we've talked about this in the past, but i like, overwhelmed with the sense of peace whenever I'm by, by a beach or like by the sea. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have very fond memories of wherever I- like wherever i go like maybe on vacation or just like a a weekend trip or like maybe like last summer in chicago like it's always by the beach Mm -hmm. it's always like just me feeling happy and content with like the warmth the sand the sun the water it's obviously usually accompanied with like good company so like whether it be my family or friends or stuff like that Mm -hmm. so like again like it it is tied with that sense of peace that you say, like even with everything that's going, like on whether it be in the world or my life, right. or someone else's, like someone, like someone else's life that I'm close to, like like I'm st- like, it's like the little moments where like I get to be, like ground myself, uh-huh. and like for example when I get to hang out with friends after such a long time, or like. When I get to have like a family dinner, like with like I think all my family members, mm-hmm. those are like I think the most mundane moments. Right, are the ones that like bring me the most joy. Like obviously not all the time. I have to be in a very good mindset. <laughs> of course, like, yeah. If that's something that the like this quarantine has showed me. <laughs> uh, but like I am the happiest like with a combination of things. So like a good place good people and i think good food actually also awesome. oh my gosh yeah. wherever there's good food i'm just gonna be the happiest so
1: yeah yeah
0: and that wraps up our post questionnaire
1: and our first episode um if oh you <laughs> <my>. <laughs> wow <laughs> who would have thought if you stuck around till here kudos to you
0: um. <laughs> and kudos to us <laughs>
1: yeah we're really happy that you were able to come along this ride hopefully you enjoyed it we'll see you next time bye presto Avjo.